Are you ready to hack your time? I'm Vicky and I am obsessed with course correcting everything that you've been taught about how to use your time because I know that you can create more success while having more fun and taking more rest. I went from doing all the things, working 80 hour weeks to creating a 15 hour work week. Listen and learn how to hack your time never have to say that you don't have time ever again. You too will learn how to accelerate without doing more today. Hello, lovely people. You are in for a treat because I didn't know that I would be sharing this here, but I think everyone has to hear the conversation that we had Um, with the expert time panel that happened inside the Hustle Free Holidays group. So this is a longer episode than usual, but it is full of so much goodness and so much juice that you just have to have it. (laughs) Like we finished and I immediately knew that I wanted to put it everywhere and I wanted to give you access to it. So enjoy this very special episode, meeting our brilliant experts on time having all kinds of questions answered, you can tell my excitement, all kinds of questions answered from how to rest, what to do when you have too much time, right? That can be a thing. Um, What to do when you've made a decision and something comes up, how to stop scrolling on TikTok or Instagram, all of these juicy things. And you are going to hear from a range of experts all coming at you with the best tools, hacks and mindsets to guarantee your success it is my gift to you this holiday season and I will be you'll be hearing from me again in the new year all right bye my loves enjoy hello lovely people that are joining we are successfully going on Facebook for the first time um so that's fun I can see people are coming in. I can see my panelists are coming in. I'm going to bring you on. If you are a panelist, will you just raise your hand and then I can find you easily? Hello, hello. This is so fun. Everybody. Okay. We are live on Facebook. I think I can see the chat there as well, but I'm not sure. So um, in a minute, I'll bring everyone on. For those of you that are new, I know we've been accepting new people every day into the group, which is amazing. It's never too late. It's just like late isn't even a concept. We either do something or we don't do it. So I'm celebrating that. Let me just check my sound. Yes. Um, for those of you that don't know me, I am Vicky Louise. I am I'm a coach. Um, I'm anti-time management, but I definitely coach around time. Um, there are two ways to work with me. One is through my Time Hackers program. You are going to meet some Time Hackers today. They are going to be the expert panel. My clients are experts in this process. Uh, very few people speak about time like we do in that room. Very few people use time like we do in that room or invest time like we do in that room. Um, so I'm so pleased to be bringing them on as the experts that they are. And of course, the 15 hour work week mastermind, which is for entrepreneurs that have made over six figures. Hello, lovely people. So how today is going to work is a little bit different in that you are able to ask questions and I encourage you to 
Just pop into the Q&A. If you go to the bottom, you should see a Q&A and drop any time questions you want answered by the panel of time experts. Um, and you can also raise your hand and get coaching or get your be part of a conversation with us. So both are available. I have received some questions already via email. Um, so we can kick off with those. But I really encourage you, if you've shown up, get your questions answered. There are no bad questions. There's no silly questions. There's just the questions that we don't get answered. And I've seen it a thousand times where, I mean, literally every week, and, and my experts will tell you this too, where someone asks a question and everyone else is like, oh yeah, I was thinking that. So asking the question is for you. It's for everyone else on this call. And it's for the value of this conversation that we are going to have. Now I'm going to start bringing on my experts. Hello, lovely people. Let's go. Okay. Let's see. We'll do gallery. Okay. Hello. Hello, everybody. Why don't we start with you guys? Everyone got a little bit of an introduction. I can see people are raising their hands. So go ahead and do raise your hands. Um, everyone got a little bit of an introduction, but I'm just going to go through with you all quickly and um, introduce yourselves. You can say where you are calling in from and you can say like your biggest time lesson for 2021. Sound fun? Yeah. Okay, Bridget, you go. Hi. Hi, everyone. I am a coach for craftspeople and I run a craft-based business. I'm a conservator. I make boxes for museum objects. And my biggest time lesson of this year, time is neutral. I came really attached to time being the problem. And now I barely even mention the word. Yes. So good. Barely mentioning the word. I love it. So fun. Thanks, Bridget. Debbie, let's go. Hello, everybody. I'm Debbie Sasson, originally from the United States, living in Israel for the last 30 plus years. A mom of eight, a grandmother of now 12. So I have a lot of things going on in my family, which take up time. And you might see my grandson here because my daughter-in-law gave birth and they're staying with us. <laughs> so the two-year-old might wander in. The, um, I coach women entrepreneurs and some men growing their businesses 200K and beyond and changing and redefining the relationship with money. And one of my biggest lessons is to focus on the thing that I'm working on. Like, because especially as a mom of many, I'm used to getting pulled from one thing to the next and trying to be all places all the time, but it doesn't work. <laughs> She's tried it. We tried it. Didn't work. So good. Thanks, Debbie. Kayla, you are up. I'm Kayla Celeste, and I'm a certified life coach that helps people take action toward their goals and make it so much more fun. And my biggest lesson is that decide to belong. And this is what I love about the Time Hackers community is you show up and you're working on building your beliefs. And then you get to be surrounded by people that are examples of the exact thing that you want to believe. And so it accelerates your belief, which accelerates your results so much faster. So good. Thanks, Kayla. Naomi. Hi everybody, my name is Naomi, I'm a UK time hacker and I'm a relationship coach 
My passion is helping people to make major shifts in any relationship without the other person doing anything. So I came to Time Hackers with a lot of suffering over time. It created a lot of emotions, a lot of thoughts for me. And yeah, it was a place where I drained a lot of time and energy. So my game-changing thought has been time is my most valuable asset. And so when I value time, I value myself. And when I value myself, everybody else wins. My family, my clients, it's the ripple effect. So good. Not to mention you 11 extra revenue this year while halving your work time. How fun yeah. is that? Yeah. So, so that's, that's more than 11x, isn't it? If I take into account the time wins, I, I realise that actually. It's probably like 20x, isn't it? So good. And I will tell you all, like, like a few people mentioned it, but on this panel, you have like people running multiple businesses. You have people with many, many kids and many grandkids. You have people with young babies. You have people that used to, that started and came to this work working seven days a week that have gone through homeschooling and caring for people and all of this stuff. Like I promise you, there is nothing that between us we have not covered. These are absolute experts that are going to cover every single angle. So I can see Catherine's raised a hand. So I'm going to bring you on, Catherine. And you're going to get to ask your question, get coaching. Hi. Hello. Hello. Thank you so much for doing this. And my thought is there are no silly questions in this world of reprogramming ourselves. Um, so since I have been in this group this month, I have given much more intentional thought to recovery and actually been really conscious as to when my brain needs downtime. And because this is kind of the first time that I've been really thoughtful about um, allowing it to be okay to take recovery time, I feel a little bit at a loss for how. And as particularly like in the evenings on weeknights, like I don't schedule anything. And I've, I really said, okay, this is going to be great recovery time. And I kind of find myself like looking at the walls, like, how do I do this? And I'm wondering if any of you in your learnings came upon that and, and figured out ways to really allow recovery. And yes, sometimes I straddle the line of like, I feel a little guilty to not be sort of like in productive mode, whether it's like reading a book or some type of exercise. And so I know that that contributes to it, but I've also really been thoughtful about coaching myself out of that. So curious about recovery strategies. Yeah, I can see Naomi like smiling and nodding and then Debbie as well. So you two speak up. I think I would say that it was it yesterday or the day before Vicky actually did a little video in the Facebook group and talked about how in the beginning of letting yourself rest, it's not going to feel comfortable. And especially we like we've grown up believing that you just have to keep doing, 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 doing. And we also get um, judged a little bit and also rewarded the more we keep doing right? It's a badge of honor when people say, oh, I have no time. Oh, I'm so busy. Oh, I don't know how I can fit it in. It's like, and we get this like dopamine hit out of being busy and doing all the things. So it's not going to feel comfortable. 
And I think even trying to coach yourself out of it is like doing something in order to avoid being in the place where you're just allowing yourself to rest and noticing all the drama coming up and just being in that place. And I think Vicky said, just let it be messy. So let it just let it be and notice what's going on. So good, right? Yeah, I'll absolutely add that sitting in the discomfort, you know, the first few times you have a break, you're probably not going to enjoy them. The first few holidays I had, I didn't enjoy them. There were so many thoughts and I just was so sold on this is the work. Processing all these thoughts is the work to get used to having time off. And in Time Hackers, we work on on and off time. And this is a switch you can flick once you've learned how to exercise the muscle. So that's something you can work on in, in Time Hackers. But also, Vicky mentioned it, we have like these rules around time off, like it's got to be a spa day. So some You've got to sit there and do nothing, you know? So getting really curious about the rules you have around time off and you, you just get to decide what is on and off time. And for me, it's about energy. Whatever I'm doing, if I'm doing it in relaxed energy, I might be cleaning, but if it's in relaxed energy, as far as I'm concerned, I'm off. I'm in off time. So it's all about energy for me. So good. Kayla, Bridget, either of you have anything you want to add? I think for sure, checking the rules, because this is what I would do. I would schedule out the time and I would have an idea and my room would say, no, you can't do that. You're taking time off. And then I would have another one. It would just keep saying that over and over. And then I was left kind of like you were saying, where it's like staring at the wall. And so I would really look out. What if you can just do whatever you want? Even answering that question of like, what do I want to do? becomes uncomfortable at first, but eventually you start to get into the rhythm of like, this is what I like to do on my break. And then you start enjoying it more, but it definitely feels bad at the beginning for sure. Yeah. And my, uh, the, one of my biggest lessons over the last few months actually has been to really feel those feelings of discomfort, really sit with them and let them be there because it's wanting to be somewhere else that is part of the problem. Once you can sit in them and allow them to be there, they'll let go of you. And then you get to start to like, do what you want without the rules, do what you want without the feelings, do what you want without the giving yourself of a hard time. And uh, the other thing was the thing of the difference between going to, into the action of self-care, resting, as opposed to the mindset of self-care. Like you can do having a bath, you can do the spa day, as Naomi said, but if you're giving yourself a hard time all the time, that's not self-care. And I found that actually I didn't really need to do the self-care as long as my brain was not beating me up, pretty much whatever I was doing was self-care. So good. Anything you do can be self-care, depending on what you are telling yourself about it. That was like, we did um, a 30-day self-care challenge because every month we'll do like a 30-day challenge and we did a 30-day self-care challenge. And that was one of the things we focused on was the mindset of self-care 
because as you said, Catherine, it's like the guilt and the way we talk to ourselves and we can talk shit to ourselves um, while we're doing it. I think what's really important that everyone touched on, uh, what the Debbie and Naomi in particular say, and Kayla, of the, I have the idea that like, it's okay for that to be there at the start and then process the emotion like Bridget said and come out of it the other side and really decide how you do want to talk to yourself. Do you have any follow-up questions on that? Thank you so much. I, that is such a revolution that anything can be self-care. It simply depends on how we're thinking about it. Yes. I mean, it's way, it's actually way easier that way. Yeah, <laughs> I, found it's, I found it so much easier, like Vicky's saying, when to have boundaries, when I thought this is self-care, when I put a self-care label on it, I had a lot more boundaries around my work, around my energy, because it made it much easier to, to call it self-care. So good. Catherine, anything else you want to ask or touch on? Thank you so much. Okay, amazing. I'll put you back to attendee. Let me just figure that out. Don't want to send the wrong person. Amazing. Emily, I am bringing you on. And yeah, anyone that's just recently joined, you can just raise your hand and you can come on or you can just go into the Q&A and pop a question there. Or if you are on Facebook Live where it looks like it is streaming and I have figured it out, you can also pop in your question there. Hello, Emily. Hello. <laughs> how is everyone? All good. How are you? Good. Um, so I've joined Time Hackers. I've already learned so much. It's been amazing. Um. I'm realizing now that I actually have so much time available to me. And when I realized that my brain wanted to go to, okay, now what can we fit in, cram in to all of our available time? But I'm realizing that it's actually not doing more. It's the thoughts that I have that are creating valuable action. And so I'd love to borrow all of your thoughts on what you think and feel that creates value in what you do, as opposed to just trying to do a ton of stuff yes I mean firstly we have to acknowledge it was so fun I think you joined and then two days later you were like now I've got too much time so fun. <laughs> um, and it is a thing it's easier sometimes to keep doing to keep hustling to keep being busy so it's really great to like have created all that time and then be in this environment to solve for it who wants to go Well, for me, I'll go first. The journey has been absolutely to stop doing. Mm -hmm. So the less I do, the more success I have. And so to go to thought work and belief work and to sit and create spaciousness, Bridget was the first one who brought that word to my attention, to create spaciousness, and be comfortable in that has been a game changer for me. And so. Naomi, I would even love for you to touch a bit further on it about, you know, you were doing like workshops and you decided to do them every week. Oh, yeah. You decided to do them much less. So even talking through about doing that and then what you did with the time yeah. when you were doing that. Well, I'll never forget the first time when you coached me on it and you say, okay, what you need to do is stop. And 
the I felt the physical relief of that of this oh god I can just stop doing and from there went on a journey to understand that whenever I start cramming my time and doing more I have less success so the more workshops I did the less success I had so which you know culminated in no one showing up for a workshop because I put too many on or was just in urgent energy in my marketing so yeah just it's so amazing to just go to one workshop a week you know a few networking events and yeah replace that with belief and thought work which was a skill I had to learn and that's you know what I've learned in time hackers is evaluating so I spend 50% of my time now evaluating belief and thought work and it was a skill I had to learn and, and I learned that in time hackers so yeah creating space and I want to ask you as well because you said your big thing with this year has been to value your time so like Emily said like what are some thoughts that you have that allow you to value your time oh so for me the thought is um am I having fun the goal is to have fun and and then the self-care so everything gets filtered through is this fun is this feeling fun it gets filtered through time is my most valuable asset is this uh, a valuable use of my time and just the whole connecting valuing myself with with all of this work so really when I'm valuing time I'm really valuing myself so yeah and it yeah and then everybody and then it all flows from that doesn't it am I answering it <laughs> yay that's fun amazing who else wants to go or has an answer on that I have an answer. So one thing that has been really helpful for me, my brain loves to like pile on the rules. And so the thought that I have is like, I get to do what I want because my brain will offer me so many rules about how I should do things, what I need to do, what I must do. And then I'm able to set those down and believe like I get to do what I want. And then I feel very calm and I feel very confident because I also have a new layer of trust that the things that I want to do, the things that are fun are the things that create the results. Because before I thought the things I needed to do created the result. But now I know that it's what I want to do and what's fun to me that creates the result. So good. Yeah, seeing you go through that transformation of doing what's fun has been fun to watch and created more success for you. Yes. Anyone else thoughts on valuing time? Okay. I just love the concept of that you can invest in time. I'd always treated it like a um, like something you spend, mm-hmm. and the idea that you can have time and that you can grow time was like a complete. A sort of bombshell to me like and oh the one what was the one you said the other day like every morning we get given more time every morning it's like a gift that comes every morning love that one and um and like Naomi the moment I go into action 
you taught us that action is a um, it's a substitute for belief work. Like if we're going into action, we haven't done the belief work. Yeah, like investing that five minutes before yeah. doing something is just going to yeah. produce much better results. And so that can be just a big problem. Yeah. And I think it's just as important in our time off to do that. Right. We're like, oh, I've got this time off. Let me just see what happens. But especially when we are learning to have time off and learning to value our time and learning to create what we want in the space when we are at that place, it's like spending five minutes being like time is a gift. Like time is luxurious. Time is spaciousness. Like I want this time. I value my time. And going into your free time like that is a game changer. Emily, any other questions? Oh, Debbie. Um, I don't know that there's a specific thought that I've, that I've had about time. I've been in like the last couple of months, an experimental stage with my time. And I've spent a lot of time or invested a lot of time <laughs> either way you want to look at it just reading and filling me up and being curious about what the results would be and the last two months in my business have been amazing they've been the most successful months of you know the year and it hasn't been a struggle it's been much more relaxed and even with the things that I do, we call them, I have to do or don't have to do, voluntarily choose to do in my, in my large family, like still going to bed at like a normal hour and spending time with my husband. And, you know, that's, that's been a game changer. And even things like, you know, investing time in unsubscribing from a gazillion emails that I thought that like I had to have, you know, just whatever it is, if something comes in, it's immediately out. And that way I'm creating for myself time for, for me and my husband and my family and other things that are important. Like not all these things that we think are like the most critical in the world have to be done and have to be had. Yes, I saw this quote, it was like 50% of the things that you have to do never have to get done. Right. So good. Emily, do you have any other questions on that? No, I took some notes and I'm going to process them. Thank you so much. Um, I just wanted to share that two of the things I've taken away so far in being time ha- in time hackers for a short period of time is I, I always had the concept that like time wasn't mine, but now I'm getting the sense that time actually is mine and I create it. It's not something that exists out there. And this is the course and the group that actually landed the thought work for me. It was something that I knew existed and like I understood it. And, but I'm like, yeah, 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 I'll do that later once I finish all of the things. And now I've flipped it. So it's what I prioritize. So thank you so much. Yeah, thank you so much. We're excited to have you on when we do our next expert panel. <laughs> Amazing. Thank you, Emily. I'm gonna put you back to attendee. And Kimberly, I am bringing you on. I think that's worked. (laughs) This is so fun. Okay. Oh, wait. Yes. There we go. Hey, Kimberly. Oh. Looks like you are on mute. On mute. Start video. There we go. (laughs) There we go. How are you? I'm good. 
Good. So I know that a lot of this is thoughts, but I'm stuck in it. So Perfect. we're here for you. Well, this is exactly why we're doing this. Okay. I came out of self-coaching scholars. So Monday hour one. So I schedule all the things and I know I'm not being nice to myself because I'm back to backing everything. So then I don't get things done because I need a break. Right. And, but here's the problem. Like, I feel like in my head, I'm like, I don't start my day until 10 a.m. because I like to meditate and I like to do thought work and read, but I'm not getting all the things I want to done during the day. So I'm in this drama of like, I don't want to sacrifice my mornings, but that's where I feel like I have to give up my mornings because I need to have more time to get this done because I'm unwilling to give up my evenings but I'm unwilling to do either. And so I'm in this loop of like, I don't get stuff done because I won't give up my mornings or evenings. Do you see what I'm saying? I definitely do see what you're saying. Go on, Debbie. You know, when you say, I, you know, I, I don't want to give up my mornings and I don't want to give up my evenings. It's like a truth that you're going to have to give up one or the other uh-huh. in order to get all the things done that you want to do. Yes, my brain says that is a truth. Yes. Why? Um, because I can't see my way like out of like, I need more time to do these things. I'm not getting stuff done. Like all the things. And I guess what you're saying is like, maybe I don't need to do all these things, but my brain says it's a truth that I need to do all these things to grow my business. <laughs> mm. I get it. I mean, I'm a coach. I know these are all thoughts, but I'm just so locked in on them, right? They feel so truthful. Mm. What would you be willing to experiment with? What would I be willing to experiment with? I'm willing to give up doing all the things because I'm unwilling to give up my morning and evenings. So you say all the things, I would even ask you, what are all of the things when you, is it like two things, 20 things? What are, let's make it more specific. Okay. So usually each week was Monday hour one. I probably have six things on my list that I don't do. Like create a post for social media or create more content for my clients. Mm -hmm. Um, because the other things, like I have to coach, right? Like I have to. Do you? I have to show up for their hour appointments and do group coaching. That's non-negotiable. Okay. Because you get to choose what's negotiable and what's not negotiable. And if you have like between ten and six, or ten and four, and you have six hours, mm-hmm. and you have a bunch of things, and you want to put them into this slot of time. Okay. What are you willing to negotiate on? And test out to see if it's really the thing of all the things. So that brings up like this fear of like, it's a, it brings up a fear. Like if I don't, if I give up these things and my business isn't going to grow and I'm not going to make progress. Mm-hmm. That doesn't answer your question. <laughs> No, but what if that's a story and it's not truth? Maybe, you will, maybe your business will grow more when you let go of things like Naomi said, right? She 11 extra her business doing half the things. 
okay, I'm willing to like see that as a story and do work. I'm really believing that that's just a story and that it is possible that my business could grow without doing all the things. Can, can I share with you, Kimberly, my journey, which yeah. is I came into Time Hackers. I was evaluating my year, actually, and I came into Time Hackers with a scheduling issue, a tech issue, a social media issue. And I was, my day was rammed with this stuff. And I had so much emotion over it, which was so draining. So yeah, I wanted to take in the time and the energy drain of the feelings you have about this. And so one by one, I solved all of those things in Time Hackers and my issues were none of those things. Yeah, it was my relationship to time and my patterns around time and doing all the things. That was it. I can see that in myself. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah. And so it's just like, what are you, are you willing to experiment with? Right? Like if you really like, do your clients need more worksheets and more handouts and more whatevers, or could you just put a few questions in a Facebook group or something like that? Does it have to be a pretty worksheet, for example? No. <laughs> but like really go through all the things and just be curious about, yeah. is, you know, is this a necessity? Is it not a necessity? How can I do this thing in half the time and be willing to, to experiment and do it messy? Okay. I have a visitor, so I'm going to turn off my mic. I think I the problem is it sounds like that I, yeah. I don't trust myself to do it right. I think I'm supposed to do it how everybody else I'm how I'm supposed to do it Stacy's way, or I'm supposed to do it this way because I don't trust that I can do it the right way and be successful. Mm -hmm. I think that may be the issue. Yeah. And that's not being solved by doing more or by doing anything. It's solved by thought work and belief work. Bridget, were you going to add something? Well, if you remember Vicky, I came into working with you unable to stick to my schedule unable to get to things get the stuff done I was time blocking and eventually I managed it and I hated it and I don't do it anymore and I have a kind of approximate template week and in time hackers we practice doing a thing doing a thing and getting the thing done but the biggest suggestion I would have and which has made the biggest difference to me is just stop giving yourself a hard time about it you will be amazed how easy doing things becomes when you're not beating yourself up through all of them I mean really it that has been a total game changer for me. Okay. So good. Also, the way you spoke about it was interesting. You're like, I do these things in the morning and then I get to work instead of those things in the morning are setting you up for the day. It's like you're not giving them any credit for how you show up. It's like them versus work instead of how are these all of these parts of your life 
working together like how have you like imagine going at 10 a.m being like I've already achieved so much for the day instead of I've already done things and taken away from my work that's like two very different mindsets doing the exact same things yes yeah I totally see what you're saying because it does it sets you up in this like I'm not enough and I'm failing mindset right versus gosh look at me I'm on it yeah, and what energy are you doing your morning routine in, Kimberly, when you've got the tension? Because I it really resonates for me. I would do all the yoga and all the things and the walk and this and that, but I would do them with tension because they were taking up part of my day. So I wasn't even, in, even though I was insisting I would do them, I wouldn't enjoy them either because in my head it was taking away from my work day. But it was like, I have to do this, but I was doing it in the wrong energy. So it was pointless. <laughs> I think the energy I end up doing it in is like, I love it. I love that time in the morning for me. Um, and then when I hit the time I'm supposed to go to work, I'm resistant. Yeah, yeah being there. <laughs> also, I don't know, have you seen how we've been doing things in the Hustle Free Holidays? on Mondays have you seen the Monday questions no yeah it's kind of like the reason why I don't teach calendaring and making the perfect plan and following it through is because we don't have trust that we're going to do things so we build this plan where we have to accomplish 50 things Mm -hmm. so we can feel successful but we're Mm -hmm. going to follow through on that plan from not trusting that we will do it And we have one success or one failure at the end of the week, whether we've done everything or not. Right. Instead of someone mentioned it, maybe it was Debbie about instead of creating like, what's the one thing that I'm committed to getting done this week and then getting that done and springboarding from success, much like the similar thing in the morning. Okay. Yeah. I love the idea of that. That feels because I do hate doing that schedule. Why are you doing it? I mean, you nailed it, right? Like I don't trust myself to get it done to like move my business forward. If it's not scheduled out and Google's telling me what to do every hour of my life. Yeah. But is that working? Is that what's creating trust for you? not just me that's frozen right no. <laughs> um, oh I thought you were frozen Kimberly you were thinking any any of you guys like how has it been for you switching from calendaring to using um what we do in time hackers in terms of trusting yourself to get things done I've never been a calendar calendar <laughs> so it's brilliant <laughs> like Monday hour one never resonated with me it's like It's like, just feels like very, it feels very cold and masculine, almost like slot, 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 slot. Like it never worked. Yeah. You want to set yourself up in a business where that is how you have to run your time. Yeah. Like creating your business in that and thinking that that's how you've got to do it. Yeah. I hated it. Yeah, me too. It's so amazing that you say that, Bridget, because I went from 
perhaps really spinning about a schedule to creating one in time hackers just like you say Bridget where I would write all my social media once a fortnight and get it all done and I tried that and it, that was great for a while but actually it didn't work for me and so I've gone back to a much more relaxed and fluid structure with trust yeah you know that I'm neutral about and it's brilliant. So the issue was only the thoughts and the feelings I had. Okay. It wasn't the schedule at all. Okay. I'm hearing the message. I need to go deal with the thoughts of trusting myself and trusting that I can build a business my way and trust that I can, that I ha- I'm capable of doing it. And doing what you want to. Yes. Do, the yes. way you want to do it. And trusting yes. that that is the way your business will function the best. Yeah. Yeah, I like that thought. Yeah. Thank you also very much. Yes. And just to like reiterate, like adding all of this with Naomi and all of their experiences, it's being willing to test and learn and not need to get it perfect the first time. And maybe you will do something like Naomi did and you'll be like, I mean, same with me. I went through all the phases and you'll think, or I'm going to plan my next two weeks content this day. And then I'm ahead. I literally used to do that as well. And then you'll realize I actually don't want to do that because now I just trust myself to do it. But on the way to building that trust, there's something I teach. It's like the bicycle. It's like doing and believing. And if you are just focused on doing, 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 and, and you think the trust is going to come from that, your bicycle is going to lopside. And if you are just focused on believing, 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 and you're not doing or implementing your bike's going to fall the other side. So really being patient with yourself of like, you literally go one leg at a time. I love that visual. Yes, that makes total sense. Okay, go have fun. Thank you, ladies. Hey, how do I do this? One second. Kimberly, attendee. Okay, Joe, we are bringing you on. Hello, hello. Okay, hello. Very excited to be here again. I'm excited to be everywhere with the time. <laughs> um, I've done my first two worksheets, so I'm doing my daily worksheets, like I said. So I'm loving that because it's not taking loads of time as I every other course or program has. Um, so my question is about... Um, cell phone you know being basically being on my cell phone all the time and hating it um and I I was thinking about it last night and I as a stay-at-home mum I realized I was on my cell phone a lot because of um I realized now you know feeling lonely it's not that surprising go and I used to look at um celebrity news all the time and now since uh training as a life coach now I've realized I'm just kind of replaced that with following all the life coaches I can find and um Watch it. I've mentioned this before, watching reels a lot. And I'm telling myself that's a, a terrible waste of time. And I don't feel good afterwards. I, I don't feel energized after watching a load of random reels. So I don't want to be doing it. But then a part of me is thinking, um, you know, for your business as a life coach, it's good to be inspired by other reels. And sometimes I do get inspired and then make my own reels based off that. So I think I'm kind of what I want to do is not spend 
anywhere near this much time on my phone. I'm seeing it as a waste of time. And then I, at night time, I'll, you know, want to go to bed and then check something on my phone. I don't know, end up in reels. And then a whole hour can go by and I'm just not wanting to do this anymore, but still clearly drawn to it and not not fixing it for myself or so like thoughts on that yeah who's got thoughts on that I'm just curious how like at the end of the day how do you just like end up on reels for an hour <laughs> that's a good question how do you just end up I mean I, I see that my cell phone at this point is like an appendage of myself it's just there all the time first thing when I wake up I don't even know what I check it what would I be checking? I that's a good question. How am I telling myself? Oh, I just accidentally slip into reels as I'm going to bed. Um, I don't. I don't know. I, I don't know whether it's to avoid going to bed, and so I just reach for the the cell phone. I, I know there's definitely a a thought I have that if I do something till later than I'd like to go to bed, then I definitely have the thought. It's so late now, I might as well stay up really re late. Like I've eaten one slice of cake, I'll just eat the whole cake kind of idea. But I'm still not getting how I'm ending up in reels. I know I must know somehow, but um, I'm obviously choosing to go into reels when I, instead of going to bed. Um, yeah, that's <laughs> all I've got right okay Kayla were you gonna add something yeah so one thing that's happening is there's a lot of judgment about the thing that you're doing I'm wasting time I shouldn't be doing this and so what's happening is you're trying to change an action from believing you're doing something wrong which makes like a lot of resistance so like a simpler way or an easier way would be what if you're doing nothing wrong what if you're not wasting time what if it's not a problem because when it becomes more neutral, when you make the change, it doesn't feel like you have to like really change things and you really have to like resist. And like, there's like the tension that is removed because it's no longer a wrong thing that you're doing. Ah, yeah. Yeah. I see that. Cause I was thinking last night, all these thoughts, like I need to unsubscribe from 50 coaches or whatever. I've got too many emails to check. I need to do all this. I need to do that. So yeah, it is judgment. And uh, yeah, I'm definitely telling myself I need to take these actions to sort it all out. Yeah, but, yeah. How do you want to feel? Yeah, I mean, like, I don't, I just, I have this thought. I just don't, that's not one of how I want to be spending my time. I know that's not how I feel. But I have a thought that I don't want to be spending my time on social media like either when I'm like writing a blog I, although since Time Hackers or this group I've definitely stopped that so that's something I've stopped but um yeah I mean how I, I know I don't want to do it but I do it then if I don't judge it I don't know <laughs> Yeah. Cause your brain thinks that if you show up the way, like the way of like, I don't go on social media, I don't scroll reels. If you show up that way, you'll be able to feel a certain feeling. 
And for you, that may be calm. It may be confident. And then it thinks that if you just do all the right things, you'll feel that way, but it doesn't work like that. And so that's why when you fix one thing, you're like the emails, well, now I need to fix the reels. And now I need to fix this thing because it doesn't work. And so that's where we get into the like habit of trying to do all the things because we think, well, if it wasn't that, it must be the next thing, but Uh it's always looking at how do you want to feel and generating thoughts from there, which will then change the way that you show up. Or if it doesn't, it changes the way that you're thinking about how you're showing up. And then you're able to make changes consciously from that place. Mm. Okay. Yeah. I see what you mean. So it is, it is a, yeah, a feeling of calm and focus. Yeah. Right right now the feeling is like scattered frenzy. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So your brain thinks that if you do all the things and change the things, then you'll feel calm. But from experience, you don't get there. (laughs) You have to change your thinking first because the doing isn't what's going to get you that feeling. Yeah, of course. Okay. That makes so much sense. (laughs) Just don't see it even when you know it. (laughs) Yeah. The community is. Go on, Naomi. Yeah. For me, I just so keen to to join in because what you're saying, Joe, resonates for me so much. Uh, What I was doing was spending a lot of time in free Facebook groups in like real desperate energy. So I was like in real urgent, hustly, salesy energy, trying to engage with people. And I would spend hours in the evening doing this, hating it but not being able to get off my phone. And so when people are asking you the questions, you're like, I don't know. I don't know why I'm doing this. And so getting really curious about the thoughts that are driving these actions. And for me, the thoughts driving these actions were, um, you know, sheer panic. I'm never going to make it. I'm never going to get a client. And I don't know what I'm doing. And this is, you know, I have to do all these things. All those thoughts were were creating the action of me being in these free Facebook groups for hours at a time, hating it, trying to engage with people. And it was like, oh, I can just stop doing all of that. (laughs) And when I feel better, I'll interact with people in a much nicer way. So yeah. Totally yeah, yeah it is a feeling of yeah like I guess I do it I go live in Instagram every Tuesday for something I call Tuesday tunes and my my coach friend suggested the other day what if you didn't do that on a Tuesday it's all like oh my gosh I can't let that go that's my life Tuesday tunes. I spent a year building a Facebook group being in it every day And it was only after a whole year, it was like, oh, I've only got two clients from this group. And I'm in this group every day, you know, and getting really curious about the fact that it took me a year to realize that. And, you know, I'll never make that mistake again. You know, as Vicky says, the the learning can be, why was I not evaluating this? And that might have realized much quicker, this wasn't working. (laughs) Yeah. Okay, that makes so much sense. Thank you. I think one of the concepts that's really useful here is the one about your future self and the work in time hackers has really helped me to grow my trust in myself so if I can trust myself to follow my schedule 
then I can trust myself that what I've got to say and do is, is the thing that I want to say and do. And I don't need to go and look at what anybody else is doing. Like it all comes from inside me. And whilst calendaring or like manage, uh, so using your time, optimizing it, using it effectively might seem unrelated to that. Actually, it's all a process of building trust in yourself. And that trust spreads to all the other areas. So when I started in Time Hackers, I was doing the same. I was, you know, in a load of groups, getting a load of emails, listening to tons of content. I do much less of that now. I'm much more choosy about what I listen to. And I spend the time that I was in my own brain, thinking about my own stuff, thinking about what I want to say. And in fact, watching all the stuff on Instagram is actually distracting, sends me into like comparing. It's much less effective for me. So really, like really indulging in that feeling of you trusting yourself. Yeah. Feeling the feelings, like for me, that's been a massive winner over the last six months. Yeah, no, that that is so helpful. And I, I actually love that thought about that this is a distraction. It's not actually like I'm thinking it is like the how, how are we going to know what Joe thinks and wants to tell us when Joe is bombarding herself with everybody else's stuff, yeah. comparing herself with everybody else's stuff? Like, yeah real self-reliance yeah that's that's so good and it just reminds me of I wrote in the very beginning of this group I remember Vicky commented on it because it was so good about how I don't need to read all the self-help book, books because all the answers are already within me and it is so good and it was a totally a borrowed thought from someone else and I'm just realizing mm, you like thought and then you forgot that thought but <laughs> But again, yeah, no, really, really practice that one because that one has been key for me. Like mm -hmm. that's the one that allows me to come up with my own ideas, to take mm -hmm. the work that I do here and to, to move it on in the way that I think it will be useful for my clients. Yeah. Okay. That's, that's so helpful. Thank you so much. Thank you for coming and speaking with us and asking the question. We're excited to see, so you joined Time Hackers a week ago. So we're excited to see what you create in there. And yeah, I think having that awareness and just even now remembering what you said at the beginning, it's perfect that you are here remembering that now. I think sometimes we expect with our brain to like say something or see something once and then expect it to be on board forever instead of like, no, 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 your brain's been turning left for years and you've just told it that there's a shortcut if you go right it's going to turn left still a few times and that's not a problem yeah yeah and I just want to say I loved that from one of the first videos in Time Hackers I was like oh repeat I was like I never had that idea before to repeat anything I was like maybe that's why you've just listened to a thousand things and then it all goes out my brain straight away <laughs> so I love that 
Amazing. Thanks, Vicky. Thanks, Joe. Okay. Madeline, I am bringing you on to panelists. We are close to time. So if it does go over, if any of the panelists need to go, just feel free um, to shoot off. But I would like you to stay at the end so you can let people know where to find you. If you can't stay till the end and do that, um, you can PM me on Facebook and I will share it for you. Okay. Hello. Hello. What can we help you with? Hi. I am finding that now that the uh, holidays are very close and that I have these plans and desire to take next week off, I am feeling a lot of hustle, like just feeling really stressed about finishing or not finishing a bunch of things before the end of the year. And um, it, it's, I, I am catching myself like wanting to schedule some things next week. And I do have one thing that I, I like committed <laughs> to doing next week, but my husband needs to work a little bit, some partial days. And I'm like, oh, well, if he's working, I can also work. <laughs> and it wouldn't be taking away from our, our family time. So yeah, just feeling like a lot of emotions and thoughts about actually unplugging, taking the week off, or if I do that, like what will, you know, the, the start of January will be really stressful because I'll be quote unquote behind. Who wants to lead on this one? Yeah, go on Debbie. I think you're, you know, the, the thought that you're behind, you know, like, like if you decide to next week, you want, you wanted to have the week completely free. And then the thought that you'll be behind on January 1st or 2nd, or whenever you start, it's really optional because you could just be where you are. Right. You could just be like, okay, these tasks are unfinished. And now I'm jumping back in on January 2nd and we're going to pick up where we left off. Right. So it doesn't have to be judgmental that you're behind. It just is where you are. Now, there are things that you might have to or there might be a price like if you had to, I don't know, pay your taxes or, you know, give all of your numbers to your accountant. There might be like a fine if you didn't do them next week. Right. I mean, for example, or but the question is really, where do you want to end up? Like, what's the result that you want next week? If you want the time off next week 100 that's your commitment to yourself like work backwards to think what you want to do and then what are the thought and the feelings that you need to be thinking like it's okay if i wait till january to complete these three things or there's enough time one somebody once offered me the thought that i love is that time bends for me right and time and when you're like in a much more relaxed state and believing that oh time bends for me it's fascinating how much more time we actually have than I'm going to start January behind. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah, I have two competing desires um, because I do have a big meeting on the Tuesday. I think that's January 4th and have some, some preparation and <clears throat> needs to happen, you know, with a graphic designer and some stuff that's happening right now this week. 
that needs to go to the graphic designer when it's finished. And so I have like this desire to be ready for that meeting. Mm -hmm. Competing with my desire, but I'm also realizing it's not only a that that I that I actually think like the idea of taking the whole week off and not working at all is is maybe an idea that doesn't suit me right now that like a suggestion from other people not that I think it's like a bad concept but just having this you know revelation of like oh I can choose like I can choose that like this will I am taking the whole week off but did I get that idea from me or did I get that idea from like this group or social media or, you know, social norms that the week between Christmas and New Year's is a week off, even though I don't celebrate Christmas. How do you feel? Do you feel like you need a break? I mean, yes, yes. I would like, I could use some time off um, for sure, but I am thinking like if I allowed, if I scheduled like, okay, this one day or one morning will be work and just build that in and the rest is scheduled as time off that that might be um, easier to, to wrap my mind around than, than continuing to fight with these competing, competing desires and feeling bad about not meeting either one. For me, I, I sold myself on the thought rest is a crucial part of success. So I don't know what your experience is. For me, I would work to the point of exhaustion. I would be frazzled and it was counterproductive to my business. So for me, it was incredibly uncomfortable taking a break, but filtering it all through the belief rest is crucial to success I was able to sit in the discomfort of not doing anything and then coming back to my business fresh. So this year I'm having a two week holiday from coaching, but I'm still going to work in my business because I've done the work to not become a frazzled mess in December. So I still feel fresh. So whenever I get a great idea, I'm just going to write a post and there's absolutely no thoughts or drama about it. And it's all about the energy I'm in. And if I if I feel rested, then that's okay to do all of that stuff. But if I was feeling worn out, I would absolutely be, even if it was uncomfortable, taking a break because I know resting and relaxing and time away from my business is crucial to the success of it. So that's how I no longer have these kind of arguments going back and forth because that's a drain, isn't it? this ping-ponging back and forth. Should I? Shouldn't I? What's the right thing to do? That's the drain, isn't it? Yes. And so much more draining than actually just saying, okay, I'm going to do three hours of work on this day, get that project done, and then be free, like free of the guilt. Yeah. The debate, isn't it? And so in Time Hackers, I've, I've been taught to get very curious when I'm debating with myself like this. Okay, I'm, I am making a note of that, that the mental debate is what's draining and not the actual work time. Yeah, tear up the rule book. <laughs> I would also, I mean, I am 
or have been the queen of over-preparing, overworking for a, a deadline or a meeting. I would question or decide what your kind of minimum baseline for the meeting is that you mm. want to do rather than doing the thing that we often do, which is making it perfect. That's helpful. Thanks. I'm just going to go back to what Naomi said about, you know, like, like the ping ponging back and forth, because just in the conversation, there was negotiating with yourself because there was a result that you wanted or a decision that you had made. And then because your husband is going to be working, you're like, okay, so maybe I can work as well. Right. It's like justifying your work because he's going to work rather than deciding for yourself what you want. And then, oh, but maybe because I have all of these, you know, posts I've been reading in social media and maybe I'm taking on somebody else's idea. But really just like clearing the slate and going back into what you want. And how did you come to that decision a week or so ago when you said, no, I'm going to take off the last week in December, even if I don't celebrate Christmas. And even if he's working, like there was, there was some, there was some desire that you felt to have a week off, whether it was to be with your children or your family or whatever. And just again, be curious why you started to negotiate with yourself. Mm -hmm. Uh yeah, it, you know, I, I I do think it's a good idea to take a take a whole week off. Um, I am not uh, like totally drained from from the year because you know I've taken other time off not that long ago. So, um, I. Like it almost seems that the, the week off seems great. The timing of it as someone who doesn't celebrate Christmas seems arbitrary <laughs> to me if it doesn't suit my business right now. So that's, uh, and, and I, I may be negotiating here to your point, Debbie, but I, I like this plan of just, setting setting boundaries for what next week is going to be and and like the idea of, you know that you shared Naomi of just like when the ideas come take advantage of them because um why not <laughs> like when you're it feeling... can be fun it's fun to do isn't it if you're just having fun then you can do it can't you it's when you you're slipping into I have to I must I need to I should then it's then it's time to get curious, isn't it? Yes, and and does make me think about how how I want to approach this project <laughs> because I, I feel myself thinking when you said plan, I was like, oh yeah, I don't think this task of like we're going back and forth with the, the graphic designer is going to be very fun. So that comes to Bridget's point, doesn't it? What are your thoughts about this? Yep. are you needing to be perfect to get some control can you trust yourself you know what's the benefit of sitting in the discomfort of not preparing at all it, you know just being really curious so good everyone the last thing I would offer is you came on and you said like 
we always want to look at what's driving our decisions because two people can decide to do three three hours work next week and it's not the same because you indicated that you were being driven by hustle and what if like much to what Naomi was saying earlier it's less about what you do and more about the energy behind it um because and I think Kayla said this like if you approach it from uh, I'm just gonna solve this little bit of hustle energy by doing a few hours work then that few hours work is going to turn into another few hours work and like we can always find something to do um so you just get to decide and less important than whether you do the three hours or not. Your brain's like, we must know that. It's really like how you think about yourself, your time, and your decisions beforehand. Okay. Thank you. You're so welcome. Thank you for coming on. Let's move you to attendee. Thank you to my amazing experts. Thank you to everyone for coming live. Thank you for people that are watching the replay. Um, I think there have been just some incredible conversations and very important dialogue that we want to be having more of around trust, around the need to not follow anyone else's rule, around the ability to like know within ourselves what the answers are so often. So I want to give my experts the opportunity to tell you about them and how you can work with them. They all work with one-on-one clients. Obviously, you guys know about Time Hackers. Um, there's more information about that in the group. Um, so yeah, go ahead, Bridget, you go first. Oh, you're on mute. You can find me on Instagram, Bridget.Mitchell underscore. That's my coaching feed. And I help uh, craftspeople and conservators stop under earning, make money and more of what they want making. And then also my business, my craft business, conservation business is at Arca Preservation, at Arca Preservation on Instagram. And you can just direct message me. That's two businesses she's running people too. So good. Thank you, Bridget. Debbie? I hang out mostly on Facebook. My VA does most of my Instagram, so I don't have to put my time onto Instagram. So <laughs> you can just look me up at Debbie Sasson and my website is debbiesasson.com or you can DM me on Instagram because I'm there as well. Yes, and Debbie's an expert with money for midlife, right? Yep, and my podcast, Mastering Money in Midlife. <laughs> Perfect, thank you, Debbie. Kayla, you are up. You can find me at my podcast. It's called Daily Steps Towards Success. And the episodes are really short, like two to five minutes. And so I think that's really fun because it doesn't take a lot of time to have a transformation and learn things. So you can find it there. Thank you, Kayla. Naomi. Hey, I am relationship coaching. I'm going to help you with all your relationships, not just the intimate one. And you can find me on Facebook, Naomi Stonia. You can catch me at plumocoaching.com. That's P-L-U-M-O coaching.com. And I do a series of workshops, the Better Relationship Sessions. And each workshop is working on one of those key relationships in your life. So all the links for that are on Facebook. thank you so much thank you all so much and of course if you want to be in the room with these amazing experts even on the next expert panel sharing your own knowledge breakthroughs and transformations around time around getting things done around taking proper rest 
around achieving more, about dropping the hustle, we would love to have you. I will be adding the link into the group. Tomorrow, by the way, is the last day where you can talk to me um, one-on-one about working together. So if you have any questions, you can do that too. I will drop that link. Happy holidays, everyone. Um, Thank you all for coming. Bye. Hey, if you want to get five hours a week back minimum for life, then I want to invite you to join Time Hackers. It's this podcast on speed where you'll get access to time hacking tools not shared on the podcast. You'll get access to my proven process for hacking your time to get five hours back every week at least. It's also my favorite place to hang out and will be yours too as you connect with other time hackers where you'll get celebrated, supported and coached of course. You are a time hacker. This is where you belong. Head to vickilouise.com forward slash group. I can't wait to see you there.